All right, so so if you don't mind, I'm gonna just start throwing questions. <laughs> um, so I was gonna try to get uh Lewis Thomas on the podcast, but I think because he's I think he's located in England to try to get all five of us on is probably gonna be impossible. So my suggestion, Cal, I know you're busy, but I think you would have more weight than I would is to is to reach out to him on um twitter or um you know he posts regularly i've been following him since the steam days but somehow what i'm suggesting is you reaching out to him however twitter or discord or you know one of his posts to see if he wants to do a interview with you um and i think that might be the the most viable um option that you know but i think we should get him on uh because he is a a hive head um he has a decent following, um, but he's a crypto head. So I don't yeah. know what your thoughts are on that. No, I would definitely try to get him on. Um, I mean, he responded to me on a comment. So oh, uh, did he? Okay. He's active. Yeah, yeah he I is. could just drop him a comment, maybe. Yeah, back to the yeah. podcast. I mean, I did. I did too. I mean, I I, I got to go back to see if he responded, but I told him that you know, because I watch, I, I I subscribe to his channel on YouTube, and I said, hey. Um, you know, I know we're coming out with something in, in the in the near future, so, um, you know, try it out, look out for it. So. Yeah. Well, and you know, if it if we end up building it the way that I have it designed right now, it would let you post to YouTube and Three Speak at the same time. Okay. So, especially for someone like him who's posting right. to both, anyways. Right. Um, I'm basically making it because I post to YouTube and Three Speak for Leo Finance. Yeah. And it's a pain in the ass to do both. Which is why I don't do YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's time consuming. I mean I, I was I was actually shocked at the at the traction that it has, the channel has, without any type of like advertisement or talk about it. But you know, it, it's it's getting some hits. Yeah. Surprisingly. It gets you know, it gets a couple thousand views a month right now and it's been going up every month. And then uh yeah, and what's also surprising is that a lot of our content is focused at like Leo stuff. Yeah. So, and like if you look at the Leo videos, they don't get that much traction. Uh, um, the ones that get like over a thousand views are all about Ethereum. Like we did one about Bat. Is yeah. it a good buy? That's like one of our best ones. Then we talked about the Uni token. That's like our second best one. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, like the mix of content is, I think, what's drawing. We're getting like a lot of search engine hits, and that's uh, like YouTube is a search engine now. It's you know people too. are using it like a library. They just search for whatever they want. Okay. And uh, and for crypto stuff, it's actually pretty easy to get noticed if you do a video um, about like a, a topic that's that's floating around at the moment, like you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because there's not that much crypto content out there. Yeah. Compared compared to other topics, at least. Let me ask you a question. Um. What's the possibility, and I know it might be difficult, or what's the possibility of extracting the existing videos, at least, you know, over the last several weeks or whatever, existing videos, and populating that on YouTube? Or is that, oh, we just have to move forward from when it becomes live? Um, I'm not sure how we would do that. Okay, I got it. Yeah, it was just, it was just something I wanted to throw out, because uh, obviously there's a lot of great content in the past but you know yeah. no big no biggie if we gotta just you know 
start from. I mean, uh, you could like from what I know, you could download each video from Three Speak and then re-upload it. Oh, okay. Um, so I, it w- I don't think it'd be impossible, but yeah, uh, might take some manual manual work to do it. Right, 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 right. Definitely possible though. All right. So then my other thing is, um, this is more so for Neil. Um, so, you know, I sent you guys that video. It's another guy I follow. Uh, I think his name is Gammon. He talked about how uh, central bank digital currency is going to be bad. But he mentioned something. He said um, the only way to get out of the U- the only way for the U.S. to get out of its existing debt situation is to create to increase interest. I believe he said. Um, does that make sense to you? Like to, to 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 fix to fix this debt situation, uh, they want to. The best way to do it is is, is to increase interest rate and increase increase um, asset prices, et cetera, et cetera. Well, no, if you increase interest rates, it'll decrease asset prices. But no, so if, if he's talking about the the debt of the U.S. government, then then no, that's not going to work. <clears throat> because you know the. I mean, there's there's intermediate steps, but effectively, the uh, the the debt that the U.S. government has creates the U.S. dollars in existence. So if you if you if you zero out the debt under the current system, anyway, if you zero out the debt, then the U.S. dollars effectively get destroyed. Um, which would which would raise interest rates and you could do it you know it's a it's a reciprocal relationship so you could do you could do one side or do the other right so okay so say you know we're in this debt and i create more money um that in essence is going to um would that increase or lower interest rates it'll lower interest rates that would lower interest rates right because if if it's if it's just more spreading out my demand as a borrower is is lower and supply is higher Okay. Got. Okay. Got you. Okay. Okay. All right. And um, I think that's about it on, on that topic. Um, yeah. yeah. I have to just digest it a little bit more. Um, yeah. That that video. I didn't actually watch the video, but I've. Yeah, I know because I know you. You. You know. You. You pretty much up on on things. <laughs> but it, it was. It was a. It was a great video. It was thirty minutes long, and I watched it all. And mm-hmm. um, you know, it talked. You know, it talked about pretty much um, each. Each uh, central bank digital currency is going to be its own, for lack of a better word, NFT. And so it's going to be traceable, trackable, et cetera, et cetera. In addition to all the other cons, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, you can't hide your money. You can't put it, you can't put it on the table. Um, they'll just tax you or, you know, this this social uh, rating that, you know, you want to get. So obviously, uh, you know, uh I think everyone in the in the crypto space sees that as a more reason to to own Bitcoin. Um, not that that's going to be another catalyst for the Bitcoin price, but it's more so. Oh, I better get some cryptos because I'm going to lose more control. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it does. You know, so you know, for for the viewers, the, the CBDC, the central bank digital currencies, is basically central banks trying to co-opt uh, digital money. And um, there was an interview with Neil Kashkari, who's one of the Fed governors of a month ago, something like that, on 60 Minutes. And they were asking him about, it's like, well, why can't you just, if you're just printing all this money, why can't you just give it to the American people? And he says, well, 
until we get CBDCs, we can't, um, which, is, which is a little bit of a bullshit answer. But um, basically, if, you know, or when, I mean, Bahamas is rolling out their first, the first CBDC right now. But like if, it, let's just say America has a CBDC, everybody has a, an account linked to their identity you know, same way you have your your regular bank accounts linked to your identity, but everything's everything's digital now, and there's there's complete transparency on the government side as far as who has what. So, if you are you know in trouble for whatever reason, let's say you're accused of a crime, and then they just freeze all your money, then you know how do you pay for your lawyers? Um, you know, if you're in China and you're one of these low low social score people, <coughs> they can just turn off your money. And then you are totally screwed um, because, you know, it's, you know, it's, you need money to do stuff, right? You need money to live, to buy food, to, to transact and obtain goods and services. So uh, there's a real Orwellian aspect to this that is, uh, that is scary. Uh, now, the good thing about CBDCs is that it will get people used to the idea of digital money transacting. Right, 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 right. So it's going to, it's going to expedite mass uh, I'll say adoption, but for the wrong reasons. Yeah, well, I think I, my my idea is that it'll roll out, and people will adjust, and then all these problems will start happening, and these news stories will start coming out, and it's like, oh, Joe down the street, you know, he got his his wallet shut off because whatever they accused him of drug dealing, and maybe right. he was a drug dealer, who knows? Right. But, uh, but you know, it's it's a once these once these authoritarian moves start being made, they'll say, well, I could just use Bitcoin or Ethereum or whatever. And it's pretty much the same process, but then they don't have control over my money. So I think there's there's a shift there that will happen, but that will take time to play out. So what's your timeline for um, having a cashless society? Uh, call it 20 years. 20 years? Okay, all right. Before, like, I mean, I, I'm already cashless, but I know like, <laughs> I never use cash. I mean, I couldn't even tell you the last anytime someone gives me cash, I just like put it, I put it in like a, a place, and then when it gets to a certain amount, I take it to my bank and, and put it in my ATM. Like, yeah. I, I, I never am going to spend cash. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, go ahead, go ahead, Neil. So, let me give you an example. Uh, so I'm actually currently without power right now, uh, because of Zeta, uh, came through the city and knocked out power to him, Zeta too. Yeah. So, but I, this, because I knew, you know, the, I, I talked, you know, I checked with the power company and they said, it's going to be several days. So I was like, okay, I broke out the generator. So now my internet and everything is on generator. And uh, so in the last storm, my neighbor's tree fell over and knocked out the power and took out the power pole. It didn't happen this time, fortunately, but the city came out and, and uh, was cutting up the tree that was in the road. So I talked to the guys. So I was like, you know, a good portion of it was on my yard, destroyed my fence. And I was like, hey, are you guys just clearing the street or are you taking care of all this other stuff too? It's like, no, no, you know, we just, we just do city property. And I, I talked to the, to the foreman who was in charge of, of that crew. I was like, well, since you guys are here already, can I just pay you guys to, to clear up the rest? And he goes, oh, you know, we're not supposed to do that, blah, blah, blah. But okay. <laughs> my, my, my and, yeah, and you can bet that was a cash transaction. So right, um, you know, right. It, it no, has its purposes. I think it. I think um, you know, I, uh, I had a conversation with my wife last two weeks ago, and she didn't have any cash, and I said, 
and I gave her some cash. I said, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to, you want to have some cash on, on hand at, at all times. Yep. Um, you know, for whatever reason, you know, so like whenever I, whenever I use up all my bills in my wallet, I make it a point to go to, go to the ATM and just, just carry, you know, 40, 60, hundred dollars with me at all times. Cause I, you know, you just never know, but I get it, Cal. And obviously that's, that's the way we're, we're heading. Um, and, you know, back in the days, I used to read all these books um, about uh, uh, one world government. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's going that route, you know? Um, so but for, for Neil's example, I mean, he could have, uh, obviously the, the tree cutters would have to have adopted Bitcoin, but in this future scenario, he could have just as easily pulled out a Bitcoin wallet with a QR code, scanned it and did a couple hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. but, but that's I'm saying that's, though. that's impossible under us or not impossible, but it's unadvised under a CBDC kind of regime. Right. Yeah. With a CBDC, that would be just as, you know, you might as well have swiped a credit card. Exactly. Um, but with Bitcoin, it would have been just as good as cash. Or I bet you with a, with a, with a, uh, CD, CD, right. The CB, CBDC. Um, I bet you your, your social rating would have went down because he would have been doing, <laughs> he would have been doing something that he shouldn't have been doing. Yeah, maybe so. Right. Government would have docked you a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Penalty. Yeah. So here's my other question. Um, Dallas sent something in the Discord about stable coins, and I responded that um, you know China's going to have one of the one of the first um, central bank uh, digital currencies, and how they are going to ban all stable coins. So you know, I think that's going to start a trend because obviously, I'm assuming a stable coin is going to be a threat to um, CBDC, right? CBCD, whatever it is. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, Neil? Uh, yeah, it will be a threat because okay. if you can if you can buy and sell in the same terms but not using their stuff, then they're not going to be happy with that. So I have no idea. I don't even know what a stable coin is. I just know I know it's tether. Um, but but what what's what's the purpose of a stable? Well, what's the purpose of a stable coin? Like say here, here's an example. Say if Bitcoin goes to twenty k, right? And I think it's going to pull back. Do I then put my Bitcoin into Tether, wait for the pullback, and then put that money back into Bitcoin? Yes. Okay. Yep. Now, now Tether's backed by whatever. And do we do we think that exists? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, I, they do they claim? I don't even know. Do they claim that each Tether is actually backed by U.S. dollars? They do claim that. Okay. So a couple year and a half ago, two years ago now, they uh, came out with a report, let's call it. And they said, well, no auditors will touch crypto. So we can't get a real audit. But we hired this law firm and here's what they say. And the law firm says, well, we looked at these bank accounts and there was enough US dollars in these accounts to cover the issuance of, of uh, Tether. However, anybody who knows anything about financials knows that actual, just a, a number of a cash balance is completely meaningless because you don't know how those are encumbered. You don't know if those were there that one day and then left, you don't know anything. You just know that at that one instant, there was that many dollars in an account. Um, so that was, that was not, at least in my opinion, as a financial professional, it was not a satisfactory um, uh, report in any way. 
So, I mean, and you, if you look at Dell's chart, you know, you can see how there's just huge moves in the market cap as they issue more and more and more. So, I mean, did they, did $3 billion enter that account on that one day? That seems unlikely. <laughs> you know, I mean, so I, my, my skepticism of the, of the backing of Tether is very high. So is there any stable coin out there that you believe in? Yeah, so USDC, I have, a, I have a reasonable amount of faith that Coinbase is playing it straight. Okay, Coinbase. That's on Coinbase? Yeah, it's Coinbase and Circle. Okay, got it. Okay. Um, and I just know, you know, I know how big the Coinbase business is, and I know that they are under regulatory oversight by the U.S. Right. government and all that stuff. So I have a, I have a reasonable trust that they are, they are doing what they say they are. And then there's DAI, or, uh, which, is, which is smart contract created. And I, yeah, I trust that to the degree that I trust the contract, which is a lot. Yeah. Now that's on Ethereum, correct? Right. Um, so, so yeah, how would that work? Well, so Dai works with, uh, so you know those vaults I've talked about before. Yeah. The MakerDAO vaults where I yeah. deposit ETH or BAT and I take out a loan. I see. Okay. So Dai is generated every time I take out a loan using my, uh, my ETH or BAT is collateral. I got um, it. And then eventually I have to pay back that DAI. Uh, okay. So basically DAI isn't backed by any like dollars, but what it's backed by is my, is my and everybody else's collateral, yes. um, which is held until I pay back the loan. Okay. Once I pay back the loan, that DAI is burned. Okay. Um, so the, so the supply of DAI is based on the collateral locked in vaults. Now, um, can you supply... Can you supply Dow? Um, if say if I want to make money on top of my Bitcoin, um, you know what are some of those avenues um, that that I can trust? You want to make money on top of your on top of your like Bitcoin? I want I want to collect interest off of my Bitcoin. I want to put it somewhere like in a bank and and collect and make interest on that. Uh, there's a couple places like Nexo, uh, BTC. Say like ones that say Neil would believe in. <laughs> so that, that's a little bit of a, a tougher criteria. Okay. <laughs> so all all of the all of the firms that are paying interest on Bitcoin balances are basically it's like a CD. You're you're depositing and then they are loading that out and doing whatever with it, and they're making interest and then they're paying you a portion. The problem with that is the uh, is the. Uh, borrow short, lend long problem that all banks have. So, you know, they're promising you liquidity in your balance and they're paying your interest along the way, but they're relying on the fact that, you know, they're not going to be around on the bank. So they can't, because um, they can't pay out everybody at the same time. So it's, it's, it's the standard banking problem that Bitcoin was largely created to stop. So I'm, I'm generally not a fan of, of those products. Um, now there are, so before they kicked off all the Americans, Bitfinex, which does tether. So Neil, uh, Neil, I'm sorry. So just so I understand you, what you're saying is that um, as long as it's kind of like a Ponzi scheme, as long as deposits continue to be made, you'll collect interest. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would call it a Ponzi scheme. I'm not calling it a Ponzi scheme, but but as long as they're not going to run into issues, as long as people continue to deposit more than the interest rate they have to um, ship out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm sorry for interrupting. Yeah. yeah, so I it's just there there's an inherent risk in that in that business model 
that personally I'm not going to take with my Bitcoin. Yeah, I got you. I got you. And I, you know, yeah, I'm, 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 uh, yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't have much. So, you, uh, you know, I have to be very careful. So I, I actually do lend out um, my Bitcoin or I use platforms to lend it out. Uh, well, with some of it, not all of it. Okay. I just want to say that's different than, than what Rollins talking about. No, I, I mean, not lend out, but, but the, uh, what's what Rollins talking about where you deposit your Bitcoin and then they lend it out um, and you earn an interest rate. Okay. Yeah. So like I have an, I have, I have an account at uh, a company called BlockFi. And I heard of BlockFi. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. at them actually. Yeah. I mean, it's totally centralized, but, but um, you know, with a small amount of Bitcoin, I deposited some in there. And it pays out a 6% APR. Yeah. Um, and obviously you're relying on, on uh, BlockFi to some degree. Uh, and then they use Gemini as a custodian. Um, okay. So you're basically okay. relying on BlockFi and Gemini. Okay. Uh, to, to securely store your Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah. I think that personally, I'm going to wait until, you know, I think I'm going to wait at least the way my mind is thinking until like the fidelities of the world uh, come up with some type of uh, service of, of that nature. Now, I know Kraken. Um, you know what you got? What you guys thoughts of, of Kraken? Because they have they, they offer bank services, right? I think they just recently got approved yes. um, to do something along. The, I don't know much about Kraken, but okay. I did hear about them getting some special approval in the U.S. Okay, all right. So I think you know. I think I'm going to wait until. You know the big guys get in and um yeah but so like for me six percent is not that's one day's volatility no <laughs> no yeah. but for six percent at 100k you know that's 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 uh you know that's that's decent it, yeah mean, it huh? like okay let's say that you're let's say that you have a few bitcoin right and you have it mostly just like a couple of years ago, you had it just sitting in ledgers. There was nothing to do with it. And then now today there's all these different products where you, you can actually do something with the Bitcoin. So you take a, a small percentage of what you have in hardware wallets and put it on some of these platforms to earn interest. I mean, I was, I was going to hold this Bitcoin anyways. So at least now I'm holding it and it's earning some sort of interest. Um, yeah, but a percent of a percent is not meaningful. Yeah, at, at today's, yeah. At, it also pays out in Bitcoin though. So, and at today's dollar, at, at today's price, or I mean, it's a, per year, it's a different price. story. It's a different story, you know. If, if Bitcoin ten x, I don't think it is. Like, let's say you earn uh, ten thousand dollars in a year of interest payments, and then let, let's just assume a flat Bitcoin price, but you you earned an average Bitcoin price of $10,000 per Bitcoin. So you earned a one Bitcoin in interest in a year. Okay. And then our price targets are that Bitcoin go to say 200 K five years from now or whatever. Um, you know, I mean that, that interest becomes 200 K. Right. That you but earned the, in that year. But the original balance becomes like 600 million. So who cares? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just free money though. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm saying you are taking a risk. I know what you mean. Yeah, the, the risk reward is, risk. is is totally. Is but I mean, with a, a company like BlockFi and Gemini, I don't 
I don't see it as that big of a risk. I, I know the risk is there, which is why I don't do it with the majority of my Bitcoin, but I, I still think it's worth it with, yeah. with some amount. Neil, uh, so, the, Neil, the risk is there if, if, if folks only have one or two Bitcoin, you know what well, I mean? I mean, the proportions remain the same, you know? Right. Yes. But, 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 but it's a different story. If I, if I only have two Bitcoin, I end up losing one Bitcoin versus if I have 10 Bitcoin and I, and I lose, uh, I guess one Bitcoin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but but six percent of ten percent of your portfolio is point six percent. I hear you. I hear you. I'm 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 with I'm with Cal. I'm trying to make. <laughs> I want to make some money. <laughs> I want to make some money off of off of, and that's why I'm 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 that's why I'm I'm starting to buy more. Right. I, so like to me to me a liquidity pool is much more attractive because yeah. you know uh, you know you're you're in the smart contract directly. And you know that there's going to be market fees and, and sloshing around in the markets. I see. And effectively, as, as an asset rises against another, you know, you're selling into the rise and buying into the fall. So Yeah, I got you. Okay. Uh, you know, I'd, rather, I'd much rather make money that way. So here's a question. So, um, do yeah, I need one Bitcoin? I mean, do I need one Bitcoin to, to participate in, say, the BTC Ethereum um, pair that I know that um, uh, Gerber Trust... The wrap Bitcoin Ethereum? Yeah, yes. Or can I, can uh, I no, you could have any you could do it with one dollar if you wanted. Oh, okay, got it. Okay, as long as the other amount. side is equal. Okay. okay. Right. Um, so <laughs> but yeah, I mean like what I was gonna say about the liquidity pool, I, I'm de definitely with you that I'd rather have my interest from a liquidity pool. The problem is that I'd have to put it in wrapped Bitcoin in order to participate in a liquidity pool. Yeah. And if I look at the risk trade-off of wrapped bitcoin versus something like BlockFi, i definitely think wrapped bitcoin has a lot more risk yeah i'm not a fan of wrapped bitcoin either right but, but so like, I'm, you know, I'm really looking I forward eat, to this you know i'm looking forward to this rune pool though yeah the uh the rune it, it'll be native bitcoin against your rune so um, so okay i know you i know you uh you know you've done a lot of research on it and you you know um what, what I don't understand. Okay, so Rune is a, a, a cross-chain blockchain, but there's other cross-chain blockchains out there. So not really, no. <laughs> I mean, there's not, a lot not... of people saying that they're building a cross-chain blockchain. Right. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> and, and if that's the case, why why doesn't why isn't Rune out there? You know why why doesn't why isn't it more popular? They're working on it. They're still building. I mean. Um... I think it's just a small project, but I mean, it's still worth a hundred. The market cap's a hundred million, so it's not nothing. I mean, it's yeah. twice as big as Hive. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe three times as big now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. Okay, so talk to me about the uh, because that's that might be a play I have to consider. Um, so they would they would you would put in your native Bitcoin. You would it. So I I pay a lot of attention to Rune and their community on Twitter. Um, and they, uh, most of them are confident that the native Bitcoin pool will be ready in the next two months. Um, so before the end of the year, who's going to, who's going to hold the Bitcoin? No, it's native Bitcoin. I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know what that so, means. Well, okay. So let's say you were in this wrapped Bitcoin ETH pool, right? Uh -huh. You have to first take your native Bitcoin that you add. So you've got one real Bitcoin. Yeah. You'd have to take that Bitcoin and wrap it using the wrapped Bitcoin network, which okay. is supposedly a somewhat decentralized network 
of custodians who hold real Bitcoin and issue wrapped Bitcoin. Okay. Okay. Um, but, but that means that you have a, a third party risk with those custodians because anything could happen with yes. wrapped Bitcoin. Okay. Um, and so, so the difference between doing a wrapped Bitcoin pool and a native Bitcoin pool is that there's no custodian in the middle. You just go directly into the pool. So then who's holding the Bitcoin? It's, it's held in the pool smart contract. I see. So as a liquidity provider, you're providing your Bitcoin. And in this case, it'd be Bitcoin and room into the pool contract. Um, and there's no like middleman centralized custodian. For that. I got it. Okay. So the only, only way you use your, the only way you lose is say if uh room just takes the money and, 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 and goes to uh, Mars or something. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's built in contracts. So they'd have to basically do like a liquidity rug pull, like some of these Uniswap currencies are doing um, okay. where, where, you know, they issue a bunch of the base cur- or the, uh, the currency and like, imagine if they minted like a, a trillion rune and just wiped out all the pools. Uh, but if their contracts are being audited, then it's impossible for them to issue that room uh, as long as the contracts are audited properly. Who, who would who would do audits? Uh, the, the community and oh, okay. Okay. Uh, you can hire people to do audits too. Like with okay. with Raptleo version two, we're gonna. Uh, I have a few devs that I'm hiring to do audits on on the contract. Okay. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, but you you are relying on the security of the contract rather than a uh, centralized custodian, which is similar to USDT versus DAI. Okay, got you. Okay. All right, so do you mind talking a little bit about about what you're displaying right now? What does that show? Uh, So this is is BEPSWAP. And uh, this is like the, the... um uniswap version it's kind of like their version of uniswap but it's also on it's called bep swap because it's on the binance dex chain okay okay uh the binance smart chain um because rune right now lives on binance's chain they they've recently set up their own blockchain and then slowly they're going to migrate over okay Uh, but right now it's all on on binance chain okay um so you'll see like all of these assets are, are Binance. So like this is ETH on Binance. This is Bitcoin on Binance. Uh, so these are basically like wrapped tokens. Um, and yeah, you can provide liquidity now. And I was kind of having like a little conversation with someone on Twitter, uh, me and JK, and then uh, someone who's big on Rune. Uh, we were talking about the Bitcoin Rune pool because you know I want to provide liquidity with Bitcoin and Rune um the problem is that i don't like bitcoin on binance chain like btcb i want to do native bitcoin okay um so instead of just waiting two two months the guy was saying you know your risk if you're in it for two months isn't that high the the odds of (laughs) famous last words but the odds (laughs) of something bad happening are, uh, are not that high so i'm thinking about doing just a little bit of bitcoin in here um but this is like what Neil's saying. The, the APY here is 12.6%, which is a lot more attractive than my 6% on BlockFi. Plus you get plus you get a part of the fees. Um, the, this is including the fees. So okay, this is like it. the APY with fees. Okay, got and it. And then I, I still have to research this, but um, there are like liquidity pool incentives that, that are built into Rune. And I'm not sure if BEPSwap displays them on the UI. Uh, okay. 
but I, I know there are incentives. So I don't know if this 12% is just fees or if it includes the incentives. That's something I have to research. Okay. So because I'm a simple individual, is this project, um, is this project similar to Leo Finance in that it's kind of like a under the radar type gem? And I know you might be biased to Leo Finance, but this whole rune, you know, rune liquidity thing, is this something that may blow up? You know what I mean? I think so. Um, I mean, it's it's a it may be a, a gem, but it, it's a hundred times bigger in terms of market cap than than Leo. I got, I got you. Um, and I'll, I mean, they do have a really solid community. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm pretty bullish on the the native Bitcoin stuff. So I think when that launches, if they market it properly, and I, I do think they actually have decent marketing, um, they could bring in a lot of liquidity. Like right now they only have 19 million in liquidity. Okay. Uh, so compare that to Uniswap, which has 2.89 billion. Okay. Um, they got a lot of room to grow. Wow. That, that, so. did that drop two point? No, no, no. That's okay. Billion. Okay. Forget it. What, what's that volume spike a couple of days ago? This one? Yeah. Not sure. Well, pretty big, maybe. pretty big spike though. So what's what's Rune at now? Trading at? It's like thirty eight cents right now. I'm actually thinking about buying some more. And the only place you can buy it is uh, Binance. Binance uh, or Binance Dex. Or at, I mean, you can actually also swap on on Bep Swap. So you you could bring in one of these tokens, and uh, and, and then swap into okay. Rune. All right. Maybe I'll just wait to get their own chain now the other question is um as more people come into the pool does the api go down how does that work uh the apy is based on the trading volume oh okay got it um, and then okay. also like i said rune's got um rune has a lot of like interesting economic features uh with the token um which has like a dynamic between liquidity so you see here liquidity apy yeah. and then bonding apy yeah. Uh, so bonding is for the node providers or the, the node servicers who, who basically run the network. They run okay. the Rune network, the yeah. ThorChain network. Okay. Um, and depending on how much liquidity in the, is in the pools and how much Rune is bonded, these APYs can fluctuate. Okay. Um, so you could think of this as like a liquidity incentive on top of normal uh, liquidity providing. And the normal liquidity providing is similar to Uniswap based on fees. Okay. In terms of APY. All right. And then they, uh, the, the definition of a cross-chain blockchain means what exactly? I mean, it could mean different things. Like for ThorChain as an example, they're, they're doing cross-chain liquidity. So they're doing like Uniswap is liquidity pools, but only for Ethereum and ERC-20s. Okay. Um, and ThorChain is building basically a version of Uniswap in some way. Uh, but across different blockchains. So like you could, you could pool um, native Ethereum against native Bitcoin. Uh, so that would be a cross-chain pool because Bitcoin and Ethereum are on two different pools. Okay. Um, or, or say Bitcoin and Rune, um, eventually Rune's going to be off of Binance chain and it'll be on, on uh, the Thor chain. And you'll pool Rune, which is on Thor chain with Bitcoin, which is on the Bitcoin blockchain. 
Okay, got it. So that would be a cross-chain pool. Okay. And that would also mean that anyone who wants to swap Bitcoin and Rune would also be able to swap across blockchains. Okay. So it's not just for liquidity providers. It's also for anybody who decides to swap. There's the cat, man. <laughs> just in time. Okay, so... um. All right, so, and obviously in the future, hypothetically speaking, so um, with, I guess there'll be a, yeah, I guess there'll be a rap Leo and, and Rune, right? Right, so so the Thor, so this is another thing that uh, JK has done on Twitter is reach out to the ThorChain team and ask them when they're doing ERC-20s. Oh, okay. ERC-20s. Um, so they, they were planning on doing it sometime before the end of the year. Uh, I don't know if that got pushed back a little bit because of the Bitcoin stuff, but uh, let's just say in the next six months, I, I'm pretty pretty confident that they're going to have ERC-20 support. So you'll be able to pool Raft Leo, which is an ERC-20, against Rune on either Binance Chain or ThorChain. Now, will that be um, in W. Leo's favor in that the W. Leo... ERC is going to have most of the liquidity. Will that by will that be diluted as Rap Leo goes to uh, other chains and exchanges? Yeah, I mean it, it's definitely. I, we talked about that in a roundtable uh, before Rap Leo launched. That uh, you kind of create interesting dynamics when you add extra liquidity pools and exchange listings because now uh, some people are going to take their liquidity and move to the new place. Some people will stay. Some people might do a mix and it also depends on the price. So the price prices are priced independently. Um, so, you know, if we list on, on this uh, ThorChain swap, um, you know, Raplio could moon on ThorChain and then be low on, on Uniswap. And then there's going to be some, some cross uh, cross sectioning happening there yeah. to, but, but, to even but out. Big picture. It helps. Um, enhance, increase the exposure. Worst case, right? right. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I mean, it gets definitely gets wrapped Leo in front of more people. Right. Okay. Yeah. As as Leo gets listed in more and more places, then each individual pool is going to be smaller, which means volatility is going to increase. Right. Then you have arbitrage opportunities, which reduce volatility, less fees. So it's going to be, uh, you know, kind of a back and forth. Yeah. Um, effect, but then. You know the, the net effect is as you're just saying that you know more people become aware and that could that should overshadow all the rest okay all and right. you also get a, a lot more trading volume yeah. all right. from arbitragers okay so, right right arbitragers like uh gerber right exactly <laughs> all right and then here's my last last thing um can you discuss the uh the roadmap i mean i think you did it that was a great visual um but do you mind uh Going go, go, going over that roadmap. Sure. So I actually did a uh, I did a video too. Yeah, I gotta um, check it out. I didn't I didn't get a chance yet. Uh, but yeah, I I uh, I keep a list of stuff that I I plan on doing and like internal targets of when I want to do them by. Um, and then I was talking to somebody in Discord and they said I should write them write them in like a public format that I could kind of share with people to follow along with. Yeah. Um, great idea. Great idea. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. So, so basically, that's just what this is. Okay. Um, this is the stuff for November. All right. And then, um, um, I'm starting to see like we at least it looks like we're at least getting 
one new person a day, I'll say, right? From from the uh the Leo the Leo MetaMask. infra or MetaMask. I'm sorry, yeah, MetaMask, right? Yeah. Is that accurate? Yeah, we're we're getting a, a good amount of users from MetaMask. Uh, we also get people from signing up through Hive onboard. Um, S- sign on. Uh, um, so you can sign up with either Hive onboard or MetaMask. So how do people come across the Hive onboard? They just click get started, and then either they choose okay. either one. Okay, okay, got do it. Do you have statistics of that of how many people are are signing up through these two avenues? Yeah, I have a, I have the numbers of how many accounts are being created, but um, I'm trying to figure out how we can kind of filter them to show because a lot of people just create alt accounts. Um, so we, I think we've at this point we've created something around like two or three hundred accounts, like probably around two fifty. Wow. Um, but the question is, how many of those are are just alts or people playing around? Uh, and I'd say more than seventy five percent of them are are that. Okay. Uh, so I, I want to start doing monthly reports, though. Of that's still a good like number. Report. That's still yeah. a good number. Yeah, I mean, I mean 50, compared to high. Right. Yeah, I mean, fifty is like a like a ten percent, you know, increase in users. So that's right. That's great. Um, and so then get in in the roadmap. Uh, I, think I closed it. Um, in the roadmap on the fifth to the fifteenth, we're releasing the phase two of the of the website ui and uh with that we're also doing leo infra v2 so right now you can sign up with hive onboard or metamask and then in leo infra v2 you'll be able to sign up with uh twitter and then um we're also we're also building our own version of hive onboard um because there's a few things i don't like about this uh so so you'll be able to sign up directly for a hive account or you'll be able to sign up using Twitter or MetaMask. So three new sign-up options. So Twitter is going to be obviously a, a light, a light account, correct? Yeah, I kind, of, I kind of called it like similar to a light account. Um, so I think I can sign in here. Um, it's similar to a light account because uh, you, you basically you don't hold your keys unless you download them and change them. Okay. Um, but outside of that, you actually can do everything. So it, it's almost like a light account, but with more features than than what people planned for light accounts. Got it. Um, okay. See, like here, I can download my keys, uh, but then I'd have to change my keys because Leo Infra is still storing them. How do you change keys? Um, you can do it a few different ways. Um, Peak D has a feature, and, I think. And just and just so I'm clear, changing keys means that I'm going to change for lack of a better word, my password so that um, if, since we hold the original password and we try to re-log into that account, it won't allow us because we changed our password? Basically, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. because if you accidentally share your keys, you know what I mean? I've done that where I like accidentally like posted my private key into something because I didn't realize I had it it copied. I thought I copied something else, so then I immediately went and changed it. I got it, yeah. Um, I don't don't know how to do that. It's actually super simple because if I can figure it out. Um, how any of you don't have my actual phone number is beyond me because yeah, <laughs> just just text me. Where the hell are you? Uh, honestly, I didn't even know we were on for one thirty, and then uh, it's unfortunately snowing in Massachusetts, so everything I was supposed to do got delayed a good hour, hour and a half. But I I would have been able to jump on at two. I just didn't even realize. Um, first thing I did was jump on uh, my exchange to uh, see if I needed to make any adjustments with uh, the 
SPX since. Hey man, you 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 a beast, man. Um, I don't know about I, that. You got nice you got to get lot. some of my Bitcoin back with, I mean, with Bitcoin going up. I mean, you got a lot of stamina. I guess, man. So. I mean, I I, I would I would not ha I would not know how to manage that. It's uh, it's been interesting. I think ignoring it uh, fifty percent of the time is how I've managed it. Yeah. <laughs> So I would have liked to have been active this week. It seems like all the action is when I, I, I travel, but uh, there was definitely some good opportunities uh, in, in the spiders uh, this week uh, on yeah. the short side, yeah. shorting bounces. Um, but I, I just took some profits. But anyway, so yeah, um, what you call it? I miss anything uh, really well, uh, important? We solved, or... we solved world peace, so sorry. Perfect. <laughs> you solved who's winning, who, who's winning the presidency? Yeah, yeah. Actually, the uh, the election game that I have on Hive. Yes, that was my other thing. Can we talk about that? Like my my twenty Hive on Biden. Does it increase? Like, can I can I can I double that if he wins? I mean, how does that how would that work? And then once the the election is over, you know what happens to the pool? And do I just uh, does everything evaporate? <laughs> I steal all your money. No. <laughs> uh, so that's when that that's where the exit scam occurs. Exactly. It's got it's got to exit right now. But. Uh, so there, there are there are three pots of money right now of people who bought Biden wins, people who bought Trump wins, and people who bought nobody can we, wins. Yeah, can we go to that, uh, Cal? Wait, hold on. People bought nobody wins. Yeah, I don't understand how that can be. Like, how would that pay out if this, that pays out? Contested? That pays out on January twenty first if neither Trump nor Biden gets sworn in. Wow. So if if Kamala takes him out, takes out Biden, and like becomes president, <laughs> you know, and she gets sworn in, then nobody wins pays out. Uh, so that, gonna, was, he, that was that special request from Agro. I'm not gonna lie, I might have to put my money on that. I mean, that's sooner than I thought. <laughs> but like, if, if if Biden wins, like Kamala Harris is becoming president, it's just a matter of, of when. I didn't think it would be like before he even took office, but that might happen. It could happen. He yeah. might he might have he, a he's, heart he's attack. <laughs> yeah, he might have a heart attack in, in, as a surprise that he won, and then you know. Yeah. So Hillary is gonna arrange him having a heart attack. There you go. So, so yeah, so there are three pots of money right now. So on, on election day, the sell walls of those tokens are coming down. And the, the amount of, of swapped out hive that's in those, that's in those pools is going to put, be put into a single account and that will be it for the pool. However, peer-to-peer -peer trading will then start. So if, so, so right now there's a, let me actually get the number. Wait, right. so I thought this was just like a binary bet. Like I put money I thought in so. I thought so too. If, if if Trump wins, I get paid out. I'm gonna have to actually like do something after the election. No, no. So so here's how it works. So it was originally binary, but now it's now it's trinary or whatever. So the so right ag road. So right now there's four thousand eight hundred seventy-two swapped out hive available. Four thousand. Okay. Okay. So on election day. The um, the opportunity to put more swap that hive into the pool stops, but if you are holding a token like Biden wins and things are looking you know not good for you and you say oh. I'd rather take two cents rather than zero cents, you can sell to somebody who wants to buy for two cents. Um, on the other hand, if things are looking great and people are are buying into Biden wins, then maybe the price rises and you say, well, I don't want to wait for this whole thing to settle out. I'm just going to sell now. So we're going to see some interesting dynamics. So like an option that's about to expire, right? Exactly. So, okay. uh, so what's going to happen is, you know, we're, we're almost sure that a winner will not be declared on, on election day. 
Or I agree with that, right? Because because of, of the uh, physical mail in ballots, right? Because, exactly. So Pennsylvania is going to be counting like three days after or so, something like that. And because so, I nominated Neil McSpadden to run for presidency. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so there's going to be some some time between the ending of the fixed price and then the ending of the election, wh however it ends up. And uh, so there will, there will be peer-to-peer -peer transactions at that point. Once a winner is clear, meaning that one person, one candidate has conceded and says the other guy wins, then all the money will pay out to the holders of the um, winning party. of the winning tokens. It's going to be based on uh, like percentage of what you hold. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah. So okay. at this particular moment in time. Wow. If you I like this is this is this is actually neat. I, I know, <laughs> so. Rollins, Rollins. So, are you gonna are you are you gonna ride and die Biden? Because like, honestly, yeah, I'm of course gonna, I am. I'm just I'm gonna I'm riding and dying on my Trump bed. Either I'm really yeah. low or I'm getting paid. And then I and then I got then I got derivative plays off of this with you guys. Yeah. So Rollins, so Rollins. At, at this moment in time, <laughs> for every one Trump wins token you hold, if if Trump in fact wins, you'll get two point zero six swapped out high. Okay. If Biden wins, for every one for one Biden wins token you hold, you get two point one swapped out hive. And if neither win, then for every one nobody token that you hold, you get twenty four point six. Wow! I'm gonna buy me some nobodies. <laughs> That's the big money. Wow! So can you say that again? So if Trump wins and you've got a Trump token, how much do you get? Let's just say you've got one. The, for, so if you have one Trump wins token and Trump actually wins, then you get two point zero six swapped out hive. So you double your money. Yeah. All right. Because right, right now, now the Biden pools and the Trump pools are neck and neck. So it doesn't matter if you bought now or bought when you started. Doesn't matter. All right. I'm gonna now buy it will matter. Trump it wins. will matter once once the once the sell walls disappear and it's and it's all peer to peer. Then the timing will in fact matter because the prices will change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I th I thought it was interesting that you know say I don't know four weeks ago. Um, the the pool was um, heavily favored towards Trump. So yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know. If folks are looking at the the polls that are on TV because now it's now it's evened up, you know. And I have to assume that I gotta assume that the community is uh, more so Trump fans than Biden fans. That, so, I don't think that's true. No. Okay. I, okay. I, okay. But I mean, based on the initial poll that I that I saw, you know, yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, the, I think the initial people who saw my post were were more Trump fans. I got you. So more um, people came in, right? More people came in. Um, that's probably what happened, right? The yeah. the pool grew. Yeah. So two wow. months ago, the pool was at twenty five thirteen. Swap that hype, and now it's at forty eight seventy two. Yeah, I got you. Okay, that makes sense then. It's it, listen, now it's, it's at seventy eight. Whatever. Oh, it's kind of like just became you know, the biggest like... holder. Oh snap! <laughs> hey, whoa! Someone just. <laughs> Someone just tilted the balance. That 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 just means that um, Cal just uh, now 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 Cal going to Trump. Will, will my reward go up if Biden wins? Should yeah. right right okay. Uh, I'll calculate new odds for you. Right. That is Do you want to share the spreadsheet or no? Um, I can. Now I will. Uh, I will. I will say that, and honestly, it's not over till it's over, and. Um, I know Trump has people right. in, in, uh, in uh, you know, different places. So, Rollins. Talk so, to me, man. So, Talk to me. I, so, yeah, you want to tell me that you didn't bet me, right? 
So one, 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 well, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, I threw money on Trump for shits and giggles. <laughs> but uh, first of all, listen, I'm going to say I'm going to say a 30, 30 second thing about p- politics. And then I actually just want to see uh, get a, a 10 second review on what I've missed. But um, I don't know how anyone I don't care how much you hate Trump. I don't know how anyone in their right mind can listen to Joe Biden speak for more than 60, <laughs> 60 seconds and think that he is coherent enough. To not only run a country, but even like run his own life. So I, I don't, Roland. I don't know what you're thinking. Like, hey, I good. No, I have some good friends that are entrepreneurs that actually voted for Biden, and I just like looked at them and I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, what is? Like, I understand you hate Trump. I get it, but like, your hatred clouds your judgment that much. Like, that's just a it's, bad business decision. Um, you know, you guys know it's, it's the lesser of two evils. That's it's all. It's not the lesser of two evils. <laughs> Biden, is, Biden is bad for everything that is an entrepreneur. <laughs> Hey, like, the, you're literally like you want to extinguish everything that like we are essentially working no, on. I, I I feel you. That's why it's so, the lesser of two evils. Hold on. That's, I, that's get why. Into, I disagree with you. It's actually the more evil <laughs> of the evils. Hello, socialism. Oh, by the way, did you know that if Biden wins, apparently Elizabeth Warren is going to uh, campaign for the U.S. Treasury position. If she becomes a U.S. Treasurer, um, say goodbye to our economy. Say hello to socialism. Anyway. We're going, hey, hey, Cal. No, I mean, Mitch, we're going that way anyway, regardless of, see, whoever, it doesn't really matter. I'm trying to slow it down. Okay, got it. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want to get into politics. No, let's, 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 let's get into it. Hold on, hold on. Right, whoever's in the, whoever's in the office is just a puppet. Oh my God. That's it. That's it. The difference is Biden's a complete puppet. At least Trump has, uh, as crazy (laughs) as his mind is, at least he has a mind of his own. But anyway. Well, they're not a total puppet. They're just like the, uh, what is it? They're like the, the face, but they're not a, like yeah. if Trump was a puppet, then he wouldn't say the things he says. Cause nobody well, would let my him. My point Biden's, yeah. a, Biden's, it's just like, he is a puppet. I mean, cause I don't even know what planet he's on at this point, but <laughs> as far as Leo finance goes, oh, is anything that popped up in the first 30, 40 minutes that I should know about. Yeah. I got, to- I got notes. So we just talked about, we're going to try to uh, get, uh, uh, we was trying to get uh, Lewis Thomas on the podcast, but it makes more sense I, if if Cal tries to at least do an interview with him since he's 100%. probably located in uh, England. Okay, okay. And, and then we talked about um, you know the interest rates going up or down and how that how that how that helps or not helps the the debt situation in not only America but really uh, in the world. And then we talked yep. about you know uh, central bank. Um, uh, oh, wow. so there's a lot of uh, digital currencies, stuff. yeah, and, and how it's really bad because um, it's really uh, it's really leading to uh, one world government, um, DC, yes. CD, right? Yes. And then we got into um, uh, stable coins, um, and how you know, I mentioned that China's looking to ban all stable coins, and I'm oh, saying, wow. I'm saying that's going to be the trend because it, you know, CB, CDs are um, a threat to. You know, a central bank's, uh, you know, 100%. Right. It's a a threat to their power. I mean, that's the ultimate power is the currency. So, yeah. So it's good for it's, it's, um, it's disguisingly bad for the crypto space. Yes. It's going to bring awareness. It's actually good. Right. Exactly. Right. 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 So, so, you want what you can't have. The more they ban it, the more people are going to want it. Right. So, the moral story is, is buy more Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's the story. That's trust me. That's why I was just making some moves before I had I had realized to jump on, um, cashing out some of the that position I had just so I can get my Bitcoin back in my Exodus wallet and uh, build that back up. Because in the end, more potential money is to be made off of holding Bitcoin than me shorting the S and P five hundred. Yeah, and then we were talking about ways of how do you 
make money on top of the Bitcoin that you hold. And yeah, that's then, a cool conversation. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that. We um, didn't. I don't know if we really got. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, and, and I'm happy to talk about that real quick. Um, so obviously, based on the um, um, timeline, uh, the roadmap, November 10th, second round to wrap Leo. Um, and I think, like I said, I'm just gonna wait till then to bring any non-crypto people on board because it's just so much easier. They create a MetaMask and then I'll get Ethereum into that MetaMask one way or another. And then at that point, yeah. it's as simple as what, right? Just going to Uniswap and swapping connecting it. and then swapping it right out. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I got I got a couple guys already. Uh, I already had them create their MetaMask wallets. Um, so uh, one guy's even got a uh, Leo account at this point, but um, cool. Hey, yeah, hey Ben, you, awesome. you heard about the, 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 were you on for the Twitter light account? I saw enough. it in, in, in chat. I saw, uh, well, I, I think you guys are talking about that at the tail end when I jumped. Right, on, right, I right, saw it in, right. I saw it in the discord chat. Um, okay. and I think, uh, did you, was did I, either I read it in discord chat or I read Cal's post one or the other, but I saw, um, about it and it's, you know, kind of like a, a light account. That's going to be crazy. That's going to yeah. be crazy. Yeah. And what blows my mind is I'm just like laughing. I'm like with a lot of these onboarding things and I'm like, Oh yeah, Steam was talking about doing this like in 2016. <laughs> Like WTF? Seriously, <laughs> it's. I mean, once uh, once I started researching the MetaMask stuff, and then the Twitter stuff, and then we're researching uh, Google and some other stuff. It's not that hard. I mean, the fact that nobody's <laughs> done it is kind of crazy. It's actually uh, sad. It's it's yeah. it's it's called like just sheer incompetence. And uh, I'll give you an example. So um, the deal that I came up here for a second time to close on, which, I mean, I didn't need to come up for that uh, specifically. I had a, a power of attorney, but the incompetence by the closing attorney was so next level that we closed a month late. And on Monday, we were talking about closing Tuesday. It finally got recorded today. I actually took possession of the property yesterday. I didn't even own it yet. Um, and I literally got a text message like two minutes before I jumped on with you guys. And I'm just laughing. I was like, all right, if I was able to use my attorney, we would have closed a month ago. So there's something to be said for paying attention to uh, the competence of the leadership of anything you're involved in. <laughs> That's true. You know, I, I, a long time ago, I wrote a due diligence post and like the number one most important thing is who are the people involved? Yeah, yep. yeah, no, I hear you. And you talk, and, you, and and you talk about that all, all you talk about secondary. that all the time regarding Hive. And um, um, I decided what I'm, you know, I, I I'm powering down and I've decided what I'm going to do. Oh, but, wow. Wait, hold on. You hadn't been <laughs> right. No, I haven't. No, right. Exactly. I, I, I was going to just Dude, leave it there. I was going to leave it there, but listen, you power down hive to buy more Leo. I thought that was like a common, <laughs> common theme over the last three months for everybody. <laughs> but my, my new plan is um, I was going to buy, I was going to use that money to just to put it in Bitcoin. But what I'm going to do is I'm just going to buy um, polka dot. Um, Okay. That's that's a blockchain that I'm 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 looking to get invested in, but nevertheless. Um. So so okay. Yeah. So how much more money am I gonna make because uh Cal just put in whatever he did? So the Biden winnings here. That column is for every one token. If Biden wins, Biden wins holders will make three point four. Now, it was two point one, and then Cal happened, and now it's three point four. <laughs> now the Trump wins holders are are getting kind of. Uh, shellacked here because he skewed the odds so much. So I just realized that <laughs> one, <laughs> every one Trump holder, Trump, if Trump wins, every every single uh, 
Trump wins holder will will now make 1.46. Hey, that was a great um addition wow. to the no, to the nobody. I love it. Yeah. Now, if nobody wins, you're getting 40 apiece. So I'm gonna have to buy some nice. some nobody because cows just. Full disclosure. <laughs> full disclosure. I have I have a hundred on Trump and I've got thirty on nobody. <laughs> I'm about to buy some nobody because I gotta get a return on my uh, investment here after Cal just crunched the Trump odds down to even money, basically. <laughs> well, oh, but now boy. there's more. I I was looking at the spreadsheet uh, while it's been up, and it's it actually I didn't realize how interesting it is when so when somebody buys into Trump like I just did, I increase the odds both for Biden and nobody, which increases the. Uh, the incentive for people to buy Biden and nobody. And yes. if those people then buy those tokens, then my winnings actually go up because now yep. the pool skews back. Yep. So yep. I didn't realize how much, how much interesting economics are going on here. Good. Uh, good. Old, it's cool. It's called, that's what Vegas does. It's up and down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I've, you know, when I created this game, so, you know, I, I built it in such a way that I'm making nothing from this. You know, I paid a uh, hundred B. No, I paid three hundred B to create the the three different tokens. Is the B same thing as the hives? No, B is the hive engine token. So how much? How much is a B? Uh, right now, I don't know. Uh, it was it was like fifty bucks. Okay, all right. To set, to set up the game. Okay. And uh, so. I'm I'm in it to the degree that I have 100 Trump wins and I've got 30 nobody, but other than that I make nothing. Uh, so I really did this because I wanted to see all those different interactions that happen that Cal was just talking about. This is so hot. Hey, I'll I'll chip in. We should do something for like a a Bitcoin. Um, we should do something for Bitcoin price or something. Well, okay, so so. Uh, some point in the next two months, I think we are coming out with a prediction market, and uh, which is which is going to function roughly similar to this. Yeah, this is this is this is. I thought you know this was just a stagnant type game, but no, like like Cal mentioned. I mean, this is this is awesome. Yeah. Now, obviously, to Cal's point, um, I, I'm going to say since we all believe Bitcoin's going to moon, um, it should actually be a shorter term predict shorter term um you know game you do you understand what i'm saying yeah so i, I don't know uh, what other people are going to do but the prediction market that that uh, me and agrod and uh, and clay are, are working on it's uh i think we're going to limit it to 90 days is the longest that that i like market. that i like that i like that wow so what so okay you say clay clay's yeah. involved in that with you guys yeah yeah interesting so so um bitcoin just going to be Bitcoin will be the first. There'll be others. I I hope. I assume. well, it's it's going to be it's going to be a platform, and you can make whatever market you want. Wow! You can make it on the price of Bitcoin on Friday will be above or below twelve thousand. Or you could make it that the Cowboys are going to win on Sunday, or you can make it that you know Kamala Harris is going to assassinate Joe Biden. <laughs> you know? Holy crap! Wow, that's awesome. So uh, so yeah, it's it's any any question you can codify an answer to. That can be verified by outside parties. That's gonna you're gonna be able to make a market for it. Are you guys are you guys using Chainlink as a uh, as oracles? No, that was a joke. That was a joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but no, no, but, but yeah. How are you? How are you getting the information that's outside? Well, we're going to be uh, we're going to be creating a a witnesses or not a witness an oracle system 
where uh, you have a pool of oracles that that decide are the arbiters saying, you know, yes or no, this thing happened. Damn. And how are you guys deciding on who's going to be the oracles? Uh, it's going to be related to um, to token holders. It's gonna, basically, it's going to function. I like it. Governance. I like it. Wow. Very cool. Yeah, it's it's. I'm excited for it. I mean, development's slower than we want, as it always is. But uh, you know, I think once it all comes together, it's going to be Damn. really great. So you know, you can run with this, right? Meaning, oh, yeah. meaning, meaning, you you need to get outside the hive ecosystem. This is the thing. So, so there's a there's a huge there's a there's a there's a there's a market for this, man. Right. So I mean, effectively, we're gonna we're gonna be replacing like Augur. Uh, but Augur's built on Ethereum, has all the gas fees and everything. This being built on Hive avoids all those problems. Uh, and yes, a major part that we are waiting on is the development of the of the swapping facility where people can come in with Bitcoin or people can come in with Ethereum or whatever and then transact and you know it being frictionless to their end. Kind of like what, what Leo's doing with claiming Ethereum through MetaMask. This is outstanding. So um, what would be the, the you, you'll have a native token to the to the uh platform or how yep. would that work yeah i can't i can't say i'm not jealous <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i think uh i think people are going to be active and i think you know the incentive to become an oracle will be high so sure uh, and then you know having a pool you know they'll keep each other honest um to uh to make sure that the damn value is not diluted but I'm really jealous, but nevertheless. But I'm I'm excited. Uh, but let's let's talk about the the elephant in the room. <laughs> what is that? What is that elephant in the room? Hive BTC. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to talk about that too. Damn, that's that's um. Yeah. So I didn't realize it, but I had some orders left over on Bitrix, so I got filled I check, like actually. I got like filled right over here. And I've got another order at 700 and I've got another order at 400. Um, I didn't think they were ever going to get hit, but now they're, they're in the process of getting hit. Wait, wait, orders to buy or sell? O orders to, to buy. To buy. Wait, someone's actually buying Hive? Yeah, I know. That's right. Yeah. Well, I, know, look, I, I, I forgot. I, <laughs> I literally looked at that chart last night because I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I had, you know, a power down happen. I'm like, maybe I'll flip some into, into Bitcoin. Um, Instead of plowing it, you know, all into Leo, and uh, then I looked at the chart. I'm like, "Oh man, when did that happen?" Hey, so let me ask you guys a question, man. Um, and I guess we need Taskmaster on here. But where's this going, man? Where's what going? High blockchain. I mean, I know where high blockchain's going. Where, where's price? Where, where's yeah? Where, where, what's 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 going on? <laughs> I'll give you my prediction. It's been the same prediction it's been for a year and a half. I think that the Hive coin is going to be worth like three to five cents at some point, and it's going to be a tra transactional coin, and that's it. It's going to be like whatever, like Tron you know, or whatever. A, util a utility coin? Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Utility coin, not transactional. U utility coin because it, it's basically almost like a necessary evil for all interacting with all the third-party uh, dApps. Now, let me tell my opinion for a long time. Let me tell you one thing. Polkadot has the same model where what is polka dot by the way oh it's it's a it's a it's the supposedly the ethereum killer um and, and then everybody else there's been and, a few <laughs> things that have been called the ethereum killer 
Nah, but I'm, I'm, you know, again, I, I'm. I mean, whatever. If it's, if it's super I'm, cheap, I'll, I'll throw some. I'll I'm, throw the, some uh, I'm the, I'm the newbie. It. I'm the newbie to crypto. Oh so, man, it's already four bucks. So take, take what I say at face value, but, um, I missed the boat. Um, no, you did. No, you did. Um, so you know, uh, the founder of Polkadot, along with uh, founder of uh, Cardano, they kind of were in the same circle that developed Ethereum. Um, Polkadot has parallel chains, so you don't, you're not going to have you're not going to have the congestion um, like you do on Ethereum. And there's, uh, I think, 200 plus projects right now on on Polkadot that are still in development, and they have the same business model as Hive, where if you want to play, you have to, you know, buy Polkadot and all sorts of good stuff. So um, it's actually the next um, next big, um, I guess, coin that I'm looking at besides. Um, you know, my order is Bitcoin, Ethereum, um, and then Polkadot is in that same tier as uh, Chainlink um, and BATC. Um, so yeah. Um, so what I'm saying is that yeah, they have the they. You want to play, you got it. You got to buy. You know, the Polkadots. Um, you know, similar to Hive. What what Hive wanted was if you want to, you know, start a project on you need you need Hive and um, uh, you know, I, I guess it really goes back to what what Neil has been saying is that there's just no no marketing, um, and maybe yeah. and maybe and maybe it's a supply issue too, though. You know, I, I don't well, yeah. I don't know. If, you know, the 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 supply of Hive. I mean, just look at the chart, right? Supply of Hive is greater than the demand. Prices is falling. So, you know, so my it, question is, will 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 the, will the demand ever start exceeding the supply? I think yes in the general crypto bull market. So why don't you? Um, so as a sign of not, as a sign of not having confidence in Hive, you guys are going to have your own native token for this this uh, platform instead of instead of having making people buy Hive, huh? Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, got it. Because you know uh, we don't want to be uh, subject to those those other forces on the on the token. Gotcha. So so you guys are not helping. Well, we're we're helping you know hive usage, which theoretically will help the the overall demand for the for the token. Um, but you know with with the tokenomics that they have in place for hive, it's just not working. So. <laughs> You know, I was I was talking to Edicted the other day in the Discord. I was like, I wish they had a a working uh, pricing function, uh, you know, for the token, but they don't. So until that changes. So I think I I I, I talked about this the last time. So if I am a top twenty witness, I can care less about price. Because I'm getting mine. Is that accurate? No, because the witnesses are paid in Hive. So uh, let's say that a top 20 witness makes 1,000 Hive. They make more than that. But um, if, the price of, if the price of Hive is, is uh, $0.10, cents, they're making uh, $100, right? Or $10. On, uh, $100 on 1,000 Hive. Yeah. And... Uh, but say the price of Hive is fifty cents, they're gonna make five hundred dollars. So um, the witnesses actually have an incentive to make the Hive price higher. 
we can just say that, you know, either nobody's focused on that or what they're doing in terms of that is not working. All right. And so here's my, here's my, I got two other questions, right. As a, as a person that doesn't know Jack, we always talk about this on D apps dot, dot IO or something, right. Are those, are those ranking the apps all out there in the crypto space or just on hive? There's uh there's one called HiveDapps.com, which tracks only Hive applications. Okay, not so I'm not um, talking about that one. I'm not right. Talking about so that then one. then there's other uh, trackers like Dapp.com and StateOfTheDapps.com. Maybe state, maybe all... maybe it's, maybe it's State of the the Dapps because don't aren't there a yeah. couple of projects on Hive that are in the top like ten? Oh yeah, yeah. I think Leo's in the top like forty, just kind of low, but we're growing. So my question then becomes, um, and so, okay, so you have a couple of projects. That's the issue, right? You have a couple of projects on Hive and and, and then that's it, right? It's not like we have, or maybe there is or isn't. It's not, is, are, is there 200 projects in development on Hive or no? Or, I would say 200. Or, or you have these, these, these couple, these handfuls of projects that are supporting Hive at the moment. There's a handful that are successful. Right. So there's there's Leo, there's Splinterlands, there's D City, there's um, you know to some degree you know the Sports Tribe, uh, a couple others. Right. But it's not a lot. Right. 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 So obviously, why Ethereum ha- is Ethereum because they have I mean all the development right and all the developers right. So, and do you think that the crypto world knows that Hive? has a three second transaction and, and the fees are minimal to none. The, the few that have heard of it think it's a scam. Ah, okay. But see, this is why with Leo finance, I want to do all of these things like Twitter signups, Ethereum, MetaMask. And, you know, even, I, I don't know anything about Polkadot, but why not find out what Polkadot's wallet is and integrate that too? Yeah. Um, got it. Because yeah. It, if you imagine Leo finance tapping into let's say 20 different blockchains and web two apps, making it easy for any, any account holder for those. Right. 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 Sign it. Cause we're basically making it so that they can uh, use Leo finance without actually using hive. So they're, they're basically using hive on the back end, but wow, they're not, they're barely even aware that they're using hive. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I've said it many times that, you know, hive as a technology is the best in crypto. Right. 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 Um, but it's just the, the token price management and initiatives are horrendous. Right. Yeah. So that's why, you know, Hive should be like the internet of, of crypto. Like all of our projects should be using Hive as the backend infrastructure. Right. But then on the front end, why even tell them that they're using, you know, that right. they're using the internet, right? Right, right. Um, or, or maybe have it hidden in some places, like for people who are really interested. But the yeah, average right. user is not going to care. Right. Right. What's the Alexa ranking on this particular um, on, on state of the dapps.com? Oh, yeah. Probably the top 20,000. Ah. Come on. Uh, oh, here we go. 80, 86. Oh, okay. Wow. okay. I, DAP, I would assume dap.com is a lot more popular, but 
Yeah, I was looking at this list, and this makes no sense at all. Their whatever their rankings are. Twenty-two thousand. I mean, I I know that um, for Leo, it uses unique Hive addresses that create a post or uh, comment. Um, but for something like Uniswap, I would assume it's unique ETH addresses that make a swap or a liquidity pool transaction. Yeah. yeah so. I don't know. What but there's, are. I mean, who knows how great the auditing is. So, right. It's probably it can not. Be hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so dap.com's at 27,000. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, peak D is at. Oh, what happened? Oh, there we go. 39,000. Wow. Leo Finance. Uh, we're gaining 120 well, I mean, every day. That's, that's up from that's, what, 128. Yeah, it's 834,000 three months ago. Yeah, climbing every day. Wow. So, so Cal, do you think that's a testament to just more engagement or new people as well? Both. Yeah, um, yeah more engagement, more uh, more users in general. I mean, yeah, like if you look at the statistics going back, I mean, it's a huge increase that we saw um and a lot i mean we were seeing like you can see early uh you know before that major spike we just saw kind of a continual increase uh slowly over time and then um you know we had a positive trend line but then when rap leo launched it was just an explosion um which comes from hive people but also comes from uh so you can see like coin market cap and those other places that are referring in um, which and then all of this traffic is making the Google rankings better for Leo Finance articles. It's creating like an exponential amount of traffic because now Google's doing really well. Uh, got nine thousand referrals from Google. Yeah, and Google before got basically none. We we so, hardly got traffic from Google before. So so are you saying that, um, say like depending on the topic you're talking about and the keywords in the title, uh, uh if someone searches on Google. You're saying that uh, uh, articles or, or videos on Leo Finance are are, are, are appearing when people yeah. Do so, so Neil, if you could Google uh, what is Thorchain Skittles. So in wow. the Thorchain community, this is a pretty oh my, popular oh my topic. Gosh. And JK wrote a post about it. Um, so wow, that's actually interesting. It's showing the lab site. Um. But yeah, I mean, Leo Finance ranks um, for that. And then you can just imagine this Holy is the goal crap. is that we have hundreds or thousands of people writing about these different crypto topics and stocks and everything. And then anyone Googling stuff related to it, yep. uh, it goes on Twitter and then, or it goes on Google and then uh, we get the continual traffic. You know, that's so, the, you if, know, you know, that's the, the Holy Grail. Button, that's the Holy Grail. To log in. Yeah. I just found the Holy Grail. So basically, we want to be the uh, the analogous site of these kind of guys, where it's like you know, if you're looking up you know drip stocks, you got dividend.com, you got Kiplinger, you got Fool, uh, you got Simply Safe or whatever. So these are all you know content sites that deal about you know dividend stocks, and you know Leo is going to be that for all things crypto. So what I'm saying is that. Um... The floor is going to be 37x 
I did not. This is this is this is really 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 big. I, I you people called me crazy. I don't know about you guys specifically, but a lot of people thought I was crazy. I thought you was crazy. But you know, my uh, my real expectation is you know at least ten to a hundred times. No, but this I'm... this this alone, this that alone, I didn't I didn't realize this, right? And and I didn't realize this. And again, I come from, you know, back back before they have a social media, I did, um, I was the guy who did the uh, SEO, you know, for hip hop site. Oh, yeah? so, so I know how big. Wow, this is this is really really huge. Yeah, so I, if you look at Neil's Google search about drip stocks, that's the kind of content that we need more of. Like those, like you'll see the top ranking stuff is like top 10 drip stocks this for 2020 or whatever. Yep. Uh, so generally, I, I try to give bigger upvotes to people who, who make content because uh, Google likes specific types of content, like a thousand words, a certain uh, style of title, uh, a featured image, all that stuff. So uh, I've seen what a geek make posts about SEO stuff for Leo finance, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, I think more people should focus on, you know, if you want Leo to grow, your content should be SEO friendly. And then you're adding to that momentum. Well, I, I dare to say that I'm the only one on the high blockchain and the Leo finance ecosystem that looks at every single asset class in the world. Now, I, now I'm going to say there's another gentleman now who I got to make a connection with. Um, I think he was on the homepage, Cal. You, you, you did. Yeah. Comment on him. Um, and I yeah, got to just introduced himself. Yeah, and I got to I got to reach out to him because uh, you know him and I can now vibe. Um, uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. So I got to reach out to that guy because, um, you know, looks like him. And I, so that that Chevron, I did comment on that and. Um, and that's really that personally I'm looking for more guys like 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 him. Um I'm looking for more guys like him. So I think that's that's now I don't know if he was I don't know if he's new or he was already uh on, on Hive and Steam and you know he came across Leo, you know, I don't know. But ten days he's old. on Hive, but I think he's relatively new to Hive too. Yeah, so um, and then his la latest posts or his latest two posts were made from Leo Finance. Yeah, uh, for the and, first time. And if I'm wrong, please let me know that I'm wrong because because I'm I wanna I wanna conversate with you, you know. So in any event, yeah, the uh, Dolls is gonna do a report on the comments and the engagement because it's way up. I mean, it's like through the roof, and that's part of, part of the reason is one alpha his post right there he's been just upvoting comments like an animal yep. like six leo per comment <laughs> and for him that's like a five percent vote yeah i um you know we, we talk about um aprs returns and i and i did i did my math and um i think i came out with obviously you know at some point i'll, I'll slow down right because i have other interests but Do you? <laughs> um you know, I think my APR is like forty percent in a year. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 crazy. And I had a aha moment, and I and I forgot it. But two weeks ago, I said I was saying to myself, you know, uh, you know, a blogging a blogging is not a sustainable business model. Um, but something clicked, and I said, I said, Leo Leo Finance, um, um, 
it's going to have legs in in the future. But I, I forgot what I based that off of. Or maybe it was the um, part of it probably was the cross chain blogging site. That was one. And now two though is this this if we're getting if we're getting on the first pages of of Google, I mean that is by itself that is worth uh, that by itself because now what what comes with that are the ad companies you know down the road you know, um so in any event, in any event I guess I I should buy some more Leo. <laughs> Yeah, um, so uh, so I made this little this little spreadsheet for Leo uh, a couple weeks ago, and people Cal was talking about people were self-reporting that they're making thirty percent, thirty-five percent, you know, yields on on their curation, and I said, well, okay, uh, if we take if we take the total supply and we look at how much is staked, uh, and then we subtract out no Leo figure because that doesn't have any curation rewards. Um, the voting stake at that time was just a hair under four million, and we knew that the the inflation maximum per day is fifty four seventy two. I think we're into the first seven percent reduction now, but I'm not one hundred percent sure about that. Um, yeah, the first the first reduction happened five months ago, I think. Okay, uh, so but but I think yeah, I, I think so. I gotta check on that. All right, so it's seven percent each time, right? Um. That's the way it's set up right now. And then eventually, you know, this is something that a lot of people got wrong in the beginning, you know, Leo, Pal, and everyone um, that the, we all thought the inflation went down a certain way and it, it's not linear in the way that it goes down. So we have to, at, I think at like year three or something, we have to do like a manual switch. If, okay. if we're going to follow the same inflation schedule that we set up in the beginning. Okay. Well, well, either way, that would reduce daily inflation to 5,089. Uh, at this point in time, so you know, there. If everybody in the in the absolute worst case scenario for every you know in terms of spreading out the inflation per person, each person would vote you know ten times per day at one hundred percent. So there would be ten times as many staked as claims, and then you know per token you know you you figure out the number, and basically one leo staked and voting at a, at maximum efficiency and everybody doing that would mean your simple yield would be 23% and if you if you restaked and and compounded your your earnings then you could get up to 26%. And that 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 will change if more uh leo is staked, right? They'll change if more leo staked, but this is like again the worst case scenario. That's if everybody voted perfectly efficiently. All so, right, okay. So each person would have as, as a minimum uh, vote as possible. So, wow. so chances are, I mean, if people are reporting 33% or 40% or whatever, then it's about two thirds efficient, uh, which I think is realistic for, uh, for the combination of people who still auto vote and people who manually curate. Um, but yeah, I mean, wow. if, if your, if your forecast of the Leo token is bullish at all, then, you know, if you're looking at, it's like, well, I've got a thousand U.S. dollars. I can put it into Leo. Uh, it takes a couple steps. I lose some fees along the way, but I can put it into Leo, and then I can make twenty six percent, or twenty three percent, or thirty percent, or whatever, uh, on a an appreciating asset versus, you know, putting a thousand dollars into Ethereum or a thousand dollars into anything else. Um, you know, that 
that you know future expected value is going to be much higher on the thing that you're earning great earnings on and is appreciating. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, uh, who's who's um? Hey, Neil, entertain me for a second. Go to Google um, search yeah, and, and put in um put in um uh put in keywords as the title. Put in key uh Google keyword keyword tool just to see what happens. Hey, uh, Neil, while you're entertaining him, do you recall um, on Exodus? I mean, I don't know, apparently on the updated wallet, how to do like a refresh. I remember um, you had to do like a refresh for your like yeah. a Bitcoin transaction to stop pending. And I transferred Bitcoin like two hours ago and it still shows it's pending. Uh, yeah. So if you go into your into your uh, wallet view and look at that asset, so look at BTC. Yep. To the right of the of the big number, there should be a little refresh icon. It used to be. Oh, you know what? I think if you actually hit the B now. Yep, I just found it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, I couldn't find it anymore. They turned it into the icon. That's the refresh uh, button. I see. Thank you. All right, click on that first uh, link. Choose the, yep. Uh, it's been, it's been, it's been uh, 10 plus years. Um, what, so what, are, have, what are you looking for? Uh, I'm looking for uh, Google to tell me which words are the most search words on Google. Like overall? Yeah. Uh, let's see most search keywords. There we go. Facebook, uh, YouTube, Amazon. <laughs> yeah, uh, can we see? Yeah. Uh, uh, PayPal. Okay, PayPal. That was probably recent because of the news, right? Uh, well, there you go. That's okay. Well, this is one. This is one way. You know, you just write articles about, um, you know, some of these topics. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a lot to content development as far as, uh, you know, you want to, you, you know, you have a certain inventory of, of content on Leo Finance and, you know, you're given a sort of topical weight within what you already have. So, you know, if, if you're if you're writing about all crypto things and then you start writing about, uh, you know, travel deals and vacations, that's not going to fit together. Uh, one, one of my one of my buddies is the one of the co-founders of Market Muse, which is a software platform that that does all that analysis for you. And uh, he'll talk for hours and hours about uh, content plans and <laughs> what you should write for that will rank for your site that, you know, will allow you to you should get him on the show. Uh, well, I mean, he's got lots of presentations you can watch, but, um, oh, okay. uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm actually going to be resubscribing to market Muse because they recently rolled out a, a killer offer and, um, I'll be using that for my, for my own content, uh, that I'll be posting on Leo finance. The really should, cool I, thing of, that? should I subscribe? So, I mean, I don't know how it works, but if I were to subscribe to it, couldn't I just share it with everybody on Leo finance and say, write stuff about X, Y, and Z. Probably. Uh, I know that there are there are user seat limits, um, but you know, I could just like I, I could review it, come up with the topics, and then put out a post about it, right? Absolutely. And in fact, uh, part of their analysis tool will tell you is like, okay, if you're going to write about, uh, you know, you know, the brave attention token, then these are the things you need to cover in order to be considered authoritative by Google. Wow. Nice. Nice. It's a it's a really powerful tool for content. Very nice. Yeah, I think this is a um, as far as I'm concerned, 
this is the, this is the ticket. So obviously, I guess to Neil's point, or maybe I don't know, everything that's happening um, below the water level is to get to, in my opinion, is to get to that what we just saw, which would be the the iceberg that's above the surface, um, because then it's it's kind of like it's kind of like game over, really. <laughs> Well, you know, I just, as long as, if Leo Finance becomes the place to talk about crypto, then the the token price is just going to the moon. Yes, yes. And we all know that, right? But I'm, I'm going with what's, I'm going with uh, what I view as guaranteed items, right? So yeah, this, so this, what we're discussing, the, the Leo price will be a derivative, in my opinion. Right? We get here, the, the price of Leo's derivative of if this if this happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I didn't I didn't see I didn't see this until until today. Um, and be, again, because I used to do this ten plus years ago, um, this is really 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 huge. Before there was peer to peer um, music, you know, I was a guy where our when we uploaded a particular song, it was appearing one, two, or three on on Google, nice. and then we and then we started fighting these peer to pairs and all this other good stuff, and then it was kind of down here. We couldn't compete, so I I know I know how big this is. So and this is this is this is a aha moment, you know. So, um, okay, yeah, I I spilled I spilled the bags. I let the beans out of the bags last time. I really want more miners. I really want more miners, but I'm not willing to pay um, 3x, 4x for them. But but well, I consider well, I, can, I consider buying more because because of the mooning. But I'm not I'm not I'm not doing it. <clears throat> well, hold on a second. So let me go to my other spreadsheet. Uh, let me just do a screen view. I'm good with my numbers because I know that can never be touched. <laughs> Right, but as we grow, you, you, the rewards are going to go down. Um, what do you mean the rewards are going to go down? So you know, well, the more people that come on the platform, the the amount of uh, Leo that you can make is going to go down because there's going to be more that's staked that has to be spread out. Right. But the miners can't be touched. Uh, yeah. So, what are what are prices now? We're so I considered I considered buying more miners the other day. Oops. But it's not going to make a it's not going to make a dent in what I own right now. I'd, I would have to do it over the course of the next, I don't know, year I'll say to make a dent. You know, so it's the minute it's diminishing marginal returns for me. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have so much Leo. That's no, not Leo. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Leo Miner. Oh. I'm talking about Leo Miner. I'm not talking about Leos. All right. Speaking speaking of Leo, um, I'm not nearly maximizing my curation rewards because I'm staying liquid for obviously the next <laughs> swap. Um, so I got like whatever, 30 something thousand sitting liquid and I got whatever, you know, cult, I don't know, 4,000 staked or something. Yeah. What's going on with uh, the next round with Rapley? Are you, are we doing bounty incentives again? Um, does those funds even exist or did those get exhausted well, with uh, the, the recovery efforts? But before we do that, real quick, yeah, I, just, yeah. I just want to finish this point here. So Leo Miners, you know, uh, I had this calculator for, you know, what kind of um, 
you know, expected value you should get from a miner staked over time and doing a discounted, you know, uh, present value. So, um, you know, basically you're looking at 27%. The, um, uh, at what, the current yeah, price? Yeah, what, what does at that mean, price. man? What does that mean? That means if you buy a Leo miner and you stake it and you just hold it and average numbers work out over time, you should make about a 27% return. Now compare that to the curation yield of 23% at worst case. So, you know, people are self-reporting higher than, than that. So they're saying 30, 33%. So if, if it's 30% or 33% or 40%, you're better off buying one Leo and staking it and curating. If you're making less than that, if you're making less than 27%, you're better off buying a Leo miner, staking it and, and making Leo that way. But wait, but wait, um, um, isn't that going to be depending on how many uh, miners you have at 27%? Yeah. So if you are, if you're looking at buying like the entire market and I, I'm not sure what the float on, on Leo miners is, but, but uh, that's what some of this math is over here. Okay. Here's my question. That 27% is based on how many miners do you have to own? That's, that's per miner. Yeah. I don't, uh, it's, it's okay. Now there, there is. That's theoretical. In, that's, the, that's theoretical. Right. Okay, so the, got it. The, the more the more you have, the more the closer you'll be to that expected value. Got the less it. you have, the more volatility you'll have. And this is not taking into account, or maybe it is, um, the growth, right? The appreciation of the uh, the miner, right? Correct. This is just cash flow. Yeah, because I'm I'm saying my payback is um, my payback at, right now is twelve months, and that's with price staying at you know fifteen, sixteen cents. Yeah. Well, you know, you've you bought in early and you had him at two, right? Uh, I, um, I was doing payback based on um, just uh, the uh, the Leo price, but you're right. I didn't even think about the uh, depreciation. Actually, I'm, I already got my money back, if on paper anyway. Right. I was just doing it based on the, uh, the cash flow. Yep. I mean, I think if you sold your miners now, you'd make almost two X. I'm, I'm two X. Three X. No, no, three yeah. X. Two, three X. Yeah. Yeah, they're going for 5.5 right now. Yeah, so 2.5. Yeah. So it's just in Leo terms, it's making 27%. And curating Leo in Leo terms is making 30%, 33%. Wow. That was a... um, I pulled that out of my back pocket. (laughs) It it probably... I know, I think think you, you guys sparked that... You guys sparked me putting five Gs down. I mean, once what? you talked about it on the round table, the miners disappeared pretty fast. <laughs> well, I, to- I told you, I said it, I'm, I gave everybody an opportunity. I said, if there's no other takers, I will be buying see, see, everything. Rollins, what you did wrong was you're supposed to do all the buying first, then you let the cat out of the bag. I know, I then know. Then you sell the excess miners I know. Straight, straight, straight Goldman Sachs style. I know, I know. Oh, I know. I know. You know what's funny? I thought about selling some, but I'm like, you know, there's, there's no point in selling any. There's, yeah. there's no point. So I don't know who's, on, man. I don't know who's buying and selling, actually. Uh, I think correct. there might be some bots doing it now. Um, oh. Not 100% sure. I don't follow it that closely, but I did see, like, if you look at the ask orders, it's, like, very kind of bot-like. <laughs> like, the, uh, like, it looks like people are undercutting each other when you look at the orders. Because I have no idea who would be selling. I it, it, doesn't make any sense. Apparently, Bear John is selling. <laughs> wow. Who is Bear John? 
don't know. I think it's a bot, but like if you look at the bid order book, I see a lot of the same names. So like MMMK, I'm pretty sure is a bot. Uh, I've seen on Leo before. I see. Mayo Thuzar. I don't know that, but you see he's buying there at five and he's selling the spread at, at 5.49. I see. So I got you. I do think there's a lot of bot activity. Very And I also did see like when you were right after the buying frenzy, when you started, yeah. I saw a lot of people who bought Leo M's and didn't power them up. So they, they clearly bought it for the appreciation. Yeah. Like, so like what's his name? These people. Like, uh, Kramer, John Kramer. I don't know his name, but he's he's the number one guy. Oh, the I, JP I, Hammer guy. Hammer guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he. I think uh, he staked them all though. Did he? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm I staked most sure. of mine, but then I sold. I, I set up sales to to cover my basis to get my money uh, back to even. Can you go to that? Um, can you go to that uh, rich list for the the miners? That will tell. That will tell whether you staked it or not, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tokens yeah jp uh, hammer staked. staked now let's let's um uh let's buy on this guy can you go to his account i mean what what is he you know what's he doing with it he's a hive whale and then i don't think he had anything related to leo until rap leo started and then he just bought a bunch of miners i don't think he bought any leo um just went straight for those miners, I think. Well, he's got 6,000. I think he's been staking all the Leo. I'm not 100% sure. So minor, minor creation. Okay, so creation. So he's he's doing something with the creations. Yep. Okay. All right, JP Hammer. It's cool that he's staking, though. MC Hammer. <laughs> Let's smile him a little bit more. Ah, uh, this still is working. Yeah, we're. Uh, I'm. I was working with the dev this morning on it. It's. It's kind of a pain in the ass. We have to. Right now, we're researching. There's like missing history APIs from the update, the hard mm -hmm. fork, and we're researching it right now because you know we're trying to figure out what's missing and then figure out how to fix it. But it's kind of annoying because this kind of stuff should have been documented better. And we're not really finding any documentation about it. So, yep. so to your point, um, Cal, it it doesn't right. If everyone had staked their miners, it, it it would it would lead to the fact that there might it it is bots, right? Uh, I would say the the bots aren't going to stake. So if you look at the that's what flow, I that's, like, that's what I mean. So yeah. being that everyone staked, the trading is happening uh, via bots, right? Bots are just people who speculated by, you know, buying a bunch of miners before they sold out and then uh, and then they're waiting to sell either now or I don't know, maybe they're waiting for the price to go higher. Um, so if you Leo, go to Leo I'm Dex sorry, go and then if you go to Leo Dex and then uh, tokens um, and then click the info button for Leo M. It'll tell you how much is staked and liquid. Oh, okay. So there's only ten thousand unstaked. Okay. Yep. So, so Neil, um, what's a good value to buy the Leo M at? Uh, well, if you want parity, uh, let's see. Let's do a little goal seeking. What do you mean by parity? I mean, if it's if it's equal to buy one Leo, stake it, and curate, 
versus buy one, leave a minor stake it and do nothing. You know, that that would be the parity. So uh, let's do a little goal seek. Let's make that uh, 0.35 by changing. Whatever you just said, I just want to know if it's a good buy, if, if, I'm, if I'm getting the uh, price at a discount or if I would be overpaying. I, I would and say I, if uh, since Leo's going for 1.5 uh, Hive right now, if you buy Leo Miners at 4.7 Hive or less, you're doing good. Okay. Got it. 4.75. Okay. 4.75. Okay. So... But when the new liquidity pool opens, we're going to have that same tokenomic shift that we saw last time where uh, if a lot of whales power down for the new liquidity pool, it could impact curation rewards, yes, po positively impact them. So what what are you thinking for new liquidity stuff like, how was, like Kat was asking? Yeah, so we could talk about that now. So the on the roadmap that I just released, it said on November 2nd to the 4th, uh, the WEO geyser model. So I'm going to release the details of what that is, but it's basically, I've talked about it a lot now that um, the, so before the LP incentives were a flat 300,000 Leo over 90 days from the bounty pool. So this new model is, I've talked about it privately with a lot of people just to kind of feel out how people react to um, a change to the way that Leo's tokenomics work. Um, which basically what I'm thinking, and, I'm, and it's going to be in this post, um, is that the, a percentage of the author curator inflation is going to create a third pool of inflation. Um, and that pool of inflation will go to LPs, not only for the RapLeo ETH pool, but also for any other RapLeo pools uh, in the future. So what's kind of interesting about that is it turns Leo from being just a token for, um, you know, content, like rewarding content, and then the 15% for the miners into kind of more like a DeFi project. So uh, one of the reasons I've spent a lot of time on Rune is because I, I'm obsessed with their tokenomic model. Um, and I think, you know, imagine right now there's two pools of liquidity or two pools of inflation and imagine a third pool, but it's based around liquidity providing uh, on various exchanges. So uh, I, I think it's a like, if you saw what happened with the Leo price from wrapped Leo and the first pool, you can imagine that having a sustainable pool of inflation going to liquidity providers for the next, you know, decade or more to come, like imagine what could happen to the Leo price over time. Uh, and, and the geyser model is something that more DeFi people understand as opposed to what we had before for Hive users. Right. So I, I, let me see if I understand this right. The longer you are providing liquidity, the more you make per day or like just in total? So um, the way it, I have like three different models that I've been working through, but the one I like the best is that um, it's based on the model that I was using before for the flat pool where uh, each day that you're in the pool, a snapshot is taken of who's in the pool. Um, and then based on your percentage stake of the whole liquidity pool, uh, you get a percent of the pool for that day in terms of right. rewards. Yep. Um, so the model that I like is that we do the same daily snapshot, 
Um, but then we also factor in a multiplier uh, based on how long a particular LP has been in the pool. Um, so say uh, you, you've been in the pool since day one versus everybody else. And just to make it easy, they've all been in the pool, you know, half as long as you have. Um, it's just simple math. You might have a three X multiplier, which means that, uh, someone who's been in the pool for one day versus you who, who's been in the pool for, uh, 30 days or a year, um, they're going to make, you know, one third of what you make. So, so basically the longer in the pool, the bigger your share of the daily, uh, LP incentive pool is going to be. Okay. But it's not like an infinite gradation because, because my concern would be that, you know, uh, somebody comes in big at the, at the beginning and then the longer right. they go, they just take up the entire pool. Yeah. Um, so there's, I, I kind of have to work through what would happen like over, over a few years time. Um, but I, I think we could make it so that there's a, like the curve would kind of, uh, flatten out. So it would be like exponential in the beginning and then flatten out. Um, mm -hmm. that's one model. And then also, um, we could have a reset. Uh, so that's another model, uh, where like after a certain period of time, say one year, it resets for everybody. Um, and then it, it acts as if that's the first day of the pool, uh, a year after. Um, and then also as there's new pools added, I think, uh, liquidity is going to move around and then it also kind of naturally resets itself, uh, as an LP might move into a new pool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, it's an interesting model. And like, you look at, uh, these other DeFi projects, this is more similar to what they're doing, um, and then also I'm, I'm trying to build a UI for it to handle this, uh, which either will be ready on November 10th or not too long after. Sounds good. I like it. I mean, I feel like that setup incentivizes people to uh, LP longer. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, from at least my personal point of view, I'd probably, because like the first time, time around, I LP like 90% of my Leo. Um, which I really didn't want to do, but I was basically just like, show support for the project. Let's go all in. Um, but this time around, I'd probably want to do like, I don't know, 50, but with the intention of I'll just leave it there, you know, for the long term or for an, ex an extended period or, or till it hypothetically gets exhausted if, you know, uh, Rap Leo gets bought up like crazy. Um, so. I think it's, uh, like I said, I think it incentivized, incentivized people to uh, LP longer. Yep. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I reached my, uh, my point one alpha goal. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I saw you post that and I was, I'm not even going to lie. For some reason, it's going over my head. So, uh, so one alpha um, got to, to 666,666 Leo, which was his target before Halloween, which he reached a couple of days early. Okay. So we were uh, kind of just chatting around in the in the Discord, and I was close. I had like sixty five something. Uh, so I just I just bought enough to to get up to one tenth of his stake. <laughs> ah, so point one alpha. I get it now. That's hilarious. That guy's a monster. I'm point oh five alpha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, so you know I'm with all the trading and everything that's been going on and all the things over the last month, I have nine, I think, Ethereum. So I don't have enough to, to pool all my Leo now. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, I was thinking about that too, because I actually had flipped uh, like 
1.9 Ethereum into Bitcoin uh, like a week ago because um, I wanted more Bitcoin. So I think oh, I have 400. Like, it's on sale. I think I have Ethereum. I think I have like seven Ethereum. I don't think I'm going to add to it. I think whatever Ethereum I have is the amount of Leo I'm going to put up. So. It's going to 10x minimum. <laughs> you love it. If it wasn't for DeFi, I would really not be much of an Ethereum fan. Uh, DeFi, you know, re- rejuvenated uh, my interest or and or belief in Ethereum. They got all, they got all the projects, man. Yep. So, I mean, Ethereum is like the stage for like you look at 2017. It was the ICOs. It's it's yep. and then this year it's DeFi. I think every couple yep. of years there's going to be a new boom of something where people are building a particular industry within Ethereum. Gotcha. So unless that, that's my unless personal people belief. start doing that on on another blockchain like uh, like Polkadot, Polkadot exactly. or, or, or or God forbid, you know, the Hive blockchain uh, starts getting used the way it should be uh, by you know the outside uh, crypto world. I want uh, again. I want thirty two Ethereum. I just yeah. want ten dollar uh, Leo. That's all I give a damn about. A ten dollar Leo, you can buy all the Ethereum you want. Yeah, $10 Leo, it's, uh, things are, we're in good shape. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I still say we're headed to tens of dollars, at least. And I don't disagree with Ten, that. I mean, when you know, when tens you're written. Of dollars. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's um, I can't fathom. All right. What can you fathom more? Tens of dollars for Leo or a million dollar Bitcoin? Oh, tens of dollars Leo. for Leo. Well, just look at the market caps, right? A $10 Leo token would only at today, that would be a $60 million market cap, Ooh, which is slightly like. bigger than Hive. Yes, yes. I um, like, okay. A million dollar Bitcoin, what would the market cap be on that? A lot. A couple trillion. So, right? 1.8 trillion. Right? Think about this. Yeah. It's, all, it's, all, it's all about like kind of like, you know, uh, something being believable, so to speak, in your mind. So we already had the flippening in terms of the price of Leo versus Hive, right? Yeah. So why can't we have the flipping in the market cap of Leo versus Hive? Not feel you. I'm, I'm, right? I mean, That's market cap, make, mar, uh, in terms of market cap, it makes sense to me. Um, so. It makes sense to me. So, you know, I was thinking about you uh, last, maybe yesterday, Neil. You remember a couple of, or two months ago, we did the uh, hypothetically Leo price five years from, from, from now? Right, and I, I and I think in the Discord I said, okay, if if the users are, say, 150 right now, in 10 years, the amount of users on Leo will get to 40k. Obviously, we'll we'll beat that for sure. Um, but I'm just trying to think. Um, you know, what 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 can we do? I mean, what can we do to to come up with another, to modify that that realistic five year projection? Well, I think my. Uh... You know, my calculation is based on number of users. Right. Now we can do it on users and maybe revenue. I don't know. I, I well, don't know. you know, the, you know, the users, the users create the revenue. The revenue creates the floor on the price through the, through the buy and burn model. Um, so I think users is the fundamental factor. Users and fun. Okay. I got, okay. Got you. Understand. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. And, and so, you know, it's, it's network effect. So it's a, it's a square kind of relationship. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if we get, you know, a hundred more users, it's like, you know, a square, you know, a hundred times more users. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a square law effect on, on the price. So we're talking about, you know, huge increases. All right. Well, I'll be honest. I can't fathom tens of dollars at this point. 
I can't, I can't touch that. I can't, I can't, I can't touch it. I mean, I'm focused more on market cap and then the actual user base. So like, you know, and, and you got to remember how exponential the impacts are on the user base growing because of the, you know, the Google traffic, more articles, uh, more people sharing on Twitter. Um, I mean, I mean like the amount of, the amount of traffic that we're getting is just exponentially growing because of the user base, you know, I mean, the user base was like 50 people, uh, before like three months ago. I got um, you. And then we went from 50 to 150. And now you see the exponential effects of just traffic in general, not even no. just from that hundred right. users, but, but the, yeah. the content they're creating and sharing. No, right. I so, so you see that here, here's the user graph. And it's going up and it's got it's a nice little curve starting to happen. But the page views is increasing faster because, because it's, you know, each person views more things. So it's multiplied. Um, so that that's going up at a steeper pace and that'll continue to, to have that relationship. Got it. So, so simple math, you know, you could say users to, what is that page views you said? Yeah. Oh, it gives you, it gives you a calculation for that, right? I think someone said six point something. Well, let's see. Right now, we're at uh, nine point nine page views and two point two. Uh, so like four. So yeah, four. Four to one. Nice. And you know, each one, each page view contributes towards ad revenue, which contributes towards support for the token price. Yeah. I mean, it's a virtuous circle. So. Yeah. yeah. One other question. So, did you optimize? It looks like the. Uh, looks like you haven't. You didn't focus yet on. I guess ad banner placement on the site yet, right? That's that's minor, you know. That's yeah. I mean, I I definitely think there's more ad locations we could take advantage of. I I'm definitely a fan of the clean cleaner look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like a few people have already said, you know, our ad revenue could easily be tripled if we if we were more aggressive. Yeah. Uh, the main locations are like beneath the post right there, and then in between comments. Uh, I think like every 12 comments or something. I see. Okay. Um, no, I'm, 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 I'm in agreement with the clean look. One question I have for you is um, if you scroll all the way to the top, you know, we talk about, and maybe, maybe the, the next um, UI will show that, but if you, um, I'm sorry, can you go to the main page? So I'm all about symmetry. Um, so if you go down now, right. If you go down, scroll down below the latest so so you got all that that space there you know uh, maybe you create another category i don't i don't know but but that's like wasted space yeah you know i don't, um, know. I don't know you know just something to think about maybe for a ui3 or something i don't know yeah i think we could put like uh i mean there's plenty of stuff that we could put there so in the new update we're doing a, a tokenomics widget that's what we're building i think i shared a a rough uh diagram with you guys in, in chat in discord chat a while ago um but it, it'll basically show the liquid supply of leo the liquidity providers with wrapped leo and then the staked leo so it'll show you the full uh to tokenomic spread okay um so we could put that widget there or we could even add you know other stuff yeah i think um it seems like the um um obviously it's great that people are speaking up and about, you know, um, the uh, one topic type posts, um, you know, so you have the, uh, I guess the popular, right? The popular and the latest, 
you know, I was, I was, you know, when this all hit the hit the fan, I was saying have like a, you know, popular would, would really mean hottest, but it wouldn't be the centerpiece. Um, you know, so the hottest, which is the one who get the most tokens, would go underneath the latest, and where we have popular, that would go to um, some type of um, algo who selects um, um, posts based on whatever, based on that it needs to have X percent of posts talking about stocks or whatever the case is, you know, but um, in any event. You know, what would be be fun is so you, you know, similar kind of to the kind of bounty stuff you put out where it's like, okay, you know, as, as a platform, we want to develop our content portfolio on this topic, you know, everybody do that. And, you know, uh, you know, you'll be eligible for big votes and stuff like that. I mean, because you can you can kind of pay in this indirect, almost no cost way, then it's it makes that that kind of uh, pooled uh, work really attractive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I uh, I, I already pulled up the uh, that Market Muse website, uh, and I'll I'll probably ask you a few questions about it. But I I definitely think. It'd be interesting if we, if I signed up for that and then each month created a pool of topics and then, um, you know, we, we could basically do a contest where say What's there's like idea? 15, yeah, say there's like 15 or 20 topics in the monthly list. Um, anyone can pick a topic that they're interested in, uh, write a post about it following certain guidelines. Like it has to be a thousand words. That is awesome. Good wow. title, everything. Um, and then, you know, the winner will get a certain reward, but then everybody who submits will also get upvotes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's hot. Not just from us, but from like one alpha and other people Yeah, that's hot. Uh, who can step in. That's hot. So kind of similar to what we're doing right now with the ETH thing, uh, promoting the MetaMask sign up. Yeah. Right. So just right. Sca- basically just scaling that into other topics for yeah. the main purpose of SEO. Yeah. I like it. Good I like stuff. that widget too. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I got to jump off. I got to get ready for another yeah, call. Yeah, I'm going to uh, do what I do best, make another video. <laughs> More posts. I'm trying to keep up with your videos, but I'm not going to Hey, man, I, it's, it's – um, yeah, I, it, it's it's fun, man. It's it's fun. So I look forward to the, the YouTube YouTube. Ah. Uh. Ronald, I'll tell you what, when I get back home next week, I'm I'm in my command center. I'm gonna have to pump out some videos too. There you go. There you go. Set a written set the of written posts. On. Hey, I can do I can do live charting. I'm hey, like, just, hey, look at the S P hitting the pivot point. Just know, just don't expect uh, the the rewards. <laughs> I know yeah, the rewards are a little face. more uh, volatile now. Yep. That's all good, it's, man. It's better though. It's it's actually better. You know, um, well, it's more spread out. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it's better. And I think that's well, actually that's... helping and increasing engagement too. Yep. Yeah. As so, long as 100%. as long as it's adding to my Leo stack, uh, <laughs> in the end, that's all that matters. There yep. you go. All right, fellas. Cool. All right, all right guys. Thanks, be guys. good. All, all right. See you.